0: Get ready for unique, rare, and little-known treasures from the golden age of radio. You're listening to The Amazing World of Radio with Adam Graham.
1: It's great to be back with our annual Thanksgiving special. And for this year, we have a great treat for the whole family. Now, first, I do want to have a brief programming note. If you want more Thanksgiving old-time radio, I encourage you to check out our other podcast, The Old-Time Radio Snack Wagon, has a Thanksgiving special available at snackwagon.net, and there was also a Great Detectives special released on Sunday for the Great Detectives of Old-Time Radio, so check those out. Now let's get to our special. This was shared a few years back by the great, Uh, old-time radio collector Jerry Hendegas, and it's a wonderful program. Uh, In 1941, NBC hosted a children's musical party for Thanksgiving, and we're going to hear that part, which was actually aired. So here, now from November 22nd, 1941, here is Leopold Stokowski from Radio City. Let's take a listen.
0: The broadcast of high school poetry winners in this month's Scholastic Magazine Round Table, originally scheduled for today, will be heard next Wednesday, November 26th, on Ted Malone's program, Between the Bookends, heard daily over some of these stations. Good afternoon and greetings from the large symphonic studio in Radio City, New York. Here, Leopold Stokowski and the National Broadcasting Company are giving a children's Thanksgiving musical party. It's an animated and festive scene with about 1,400 schoolchildren from various parts of New York City forming the audience, with here and there among them a parent or a teacher, and Mrs. Stokowski and the NBC Symphony Orchestra on the stage. Purely a holiday party, of course, since schools are closed and the spirit of Thanksgiving is still very much in the air. Through the magic medium of network radio, Mrs. Stokowski, the National Broadcasting Company, and the many affiliated stations forming this countrywide NBC Blue Network are extending this party to include all the children of America. So send you, wherever you are, a very cordial invitation to join in. Mr. Stokowski is now standing on the small raised platform in front of the orchestra and is ready to talk to you about the music he will play. We are going to
2: play The Change of the Guard. It's by a French composer, Bizet. I'm sure you have seen sometimes some soldiers on guard outside of... a caserna, a barracks. And then they have been there a long time. Then some more soldiers come along to take their place. And you hear a trumpet in the distance. Very far away in the barracks, you hear a trumpet calling the new soldiers to be ready. Then nearer, you hear some bugles play very strongly. Then far away, you hear two little flutes or two little piccolos playing in the distance, and gradually these soldiers come nearer and nearer with the band, louder and louder and louder, till they are very loud and very close to you, and then they stand in front of those soldiers and take their places, Then the bugle plays again, and then the soldiers who have been on guard, they march away, go home to have their lunch or something to eat and drink in the distance, and you hear it fade away to the distance. That is the picture that this is painting in music. going to play you some more music by that same wonderful French composer, Bizet. And this is called the March of the Smugglers. Now, who knows what smugglers are? What's a smuggler? Oh, what a naughty person. (laughs) Who else knows what a smuggler is? You. Oh, you don't,
3: are the people like that? (laughs) Oh,
2: how terrible. Anyway, I think that those are both very good definitions of what a smuggler is. And they're very naughty people, aren't they, those smugglers? We're going to play a very gay little march of the smugglers. You know, they used to be in in Spain and then they go over those big mountains. What are the names of the mountains between Spain and France? Who knows? Pyrenees. Pyrenees, that's right. And they would go over those mountains, and they would creep over those mountains very quietly in the very early morning before the policemen were out. You, the policemen were still asleep, you see. And they creep over this place, and you'll hear how they are creeping along. If, if they play legato enough, it'll sound creepy. Next we're going to play part of a symphony. Now you may have heard your father at home complaining to your mother that she took him to a symphony concert and he didn't like it or he wouldn't go at all, he never did go perhaps because some very big strong men are afraid of symphonies. But we're going to play a part of a symphony to you and you'll find it's nothing to be afraid of. On the contrary, it's a very delightful music, it has Great humor in it. It has Russian humor. Not the kind of humor perhaps that Stalin has, but it has Tchaikovsky's kind of humor. And you might be painting a picture in watercolor or with crayons, and you might have three colors like, we'll say, blue and red and yellow. And you can make a wonderful picture just with three colors like that. Now, Tchaikovsky has done that with three colors in this music that we're going to play. It's from his fourth symphony. And one of the colors is just all the string instruments. And instead of playing with the ball, they play what we call pizzicato. They pluck with the fingers. And when you go home today, you can tell your mother and father that you have heard music that is played pizzicato. See if you can say that now. Ready? Pizzicato. Uh, now, very short. Pizzicato. Short. Very good. Now with the strings will play pizzicato. That's one color, so to speak. Now another color is the woodwind. Those are flutes and oboes and English horn and clarinets and bass clarinet and bassoons and contrabassoons. All those instruments, and they sound like this. And the third kind are all the brass instruments. There are the trumpets over there, and the trombones, and the tuba, and the French horns over here. And it sounds like this. Now we're going to play the whole of that music, and you'll notice how wonderfully Tchaikovsky paints a picture in tone, in music, with those three colors. Now we're going to have the pleasure of hearing you sing, all of you. And all those who are listening on the air... Wherever you are, in towns and in big cities and out in farmhouses, in an, in an automobile somewhere in the country, wherever you are, we hope you'll sing with us and we'll feel your singing with us in some kind of a way. So all of us now are going to sing the Star-Spangled Banner. you sang it. Now, if you'd like to sit down, we'll sing some more. We're going to sing a very wonderful melody of our country. It's one of our greatest folk songs. It's Old Kentucky Home by Stephen Foster. We're all going to sing it together. Everybody in the hall and everybody who's on the air, wherever you are, sing with us. And now we begin i You sang it. Are there any boys or girls here from Kentucky? Will they stand up, please? All those who are from Kentucky. There's one. Let him. Let him stand up. Is he from Kentucky? No. Oh, here are many girls here from Kentucky. Look at them standing up there. <laughs> who else is from Kentucky? Well, I'm glad to say we have a wonderful player in the orchestra from Kentucky. Will he stand, please? Who's from Kentucky? <laughs> Well, he told me he was the other day, but he's, he's shy now, you see. Players in orchestra are very shy. Now we're going to sing just one more thing, and it's very beautiful. It's the Serenade of Schubert. What's Serenade mean? Yes, very beautiful, yes. Played or sung. To someone you love that you want to show the appreciation. That's what he said, and it's a very good analysis of it. If you can analyze a serenade, I don't believe you can. Now we're going to play a little piece first, and then you all join in the melody. Here's the beginning. We like to play music and have you sing with the orchestra. And we hope there'll be more concerts like this and over the air more concerts too. So everybody all over this hall and all over the state of New York and every state all over the country, the Middle West and down in the South and out in the Far West and out in California and up in the Northwest parts. Everywhere, and up in Maine, everybody will be singing with us. That will be a wonderful experience. Now we're going to play music which has been composed by children in New York. And we're going to play it just as they have written it. Uh, Sometimes you'll be very horrified to hear, and I'm not a bit horrified myself. Sometimes they broke the laws of harmony They did, oh yes, they did some terrible things. No, they didn't. What they did was something spontaneous. You see, they just did the way they felt it. They wrote that music. and we're not changing anything. Uh, Sometimes we're adding a little orchestration so as to present it to you so that you can hear it well. But the melodies and the rhythms and the harmonies are just as they were written, except in one or two places... We have wonderful orchestrators here, and they did put in a little counterpoint once or twice, but I'll tell you when it's the counterpoint of the grown-ups. The first one we're going to play is called The Little Aeroplane, and it's written by a boy seven years old, The Little Aeroplane. Who have composed this music, they come from the following schools. In New York City, the Dalton School, and the Lincoln School, and the Preparatory Department of the Institute of Musical Art. And from another school, the Ethel Walker School in Simbury, Connecticut. Those are the schools from which they come. And the next one we play is about this time of the year, about the autumn, about the fall, and the words are, the red leaves are over the town. They are flying all over the streets. And this is by a five-year-old, but I don't know whether it's a boy or a girl. It's just at five years old. The next one is composed by a group a group of boys and girls who were all 6 years old and it's called the giraffe. What's a giraffe? A giraffe. <laughs> what was that? What was that? A dog? A dog?
3: <laughs>
2: what is a giraffe? It's an animal and it's tall and eats leaves off trees. That's right. Yes. An animal with the largest neck in the world? An animal with the largest neck in the world. That's right. An animal that doesn't have any vocal cords. what? Vocal cords.
3: <laughs>
2: Apparently that's right because the second violin say it's right and they know. Of course. <laughs> An animal that what? He has brown spots. That animal. All right. Well, we'll play the animal that doesn't have vocal cords and has brown spots. We play the (laughs) giraffe. you notice those brown spots? (laughs) That's those double basses up there. And they were playing a little counterpoint that the grown-ups put in. That wasn't from the children, that counterpoint. So don't take any notice of that. Now, the next one is an Indian dance by an eight-year-old child. But I don't know whether it's a boy or a girl. Indian dance. The next is written by a boy three years old. And when they said to him, how do you want it to be played or sung? He said, I want it on a bugle. So here it is on a bugle. The next is called, Going to Sleep. It's by a a girl seven years old. Next is a rain song. It's by someone between the age of six and seven. I don't know if it's a boy or girl. The rain song or the rain dance. The next is by a boy, eight years old, and it's the Music Box. saw many, many compositions by children, and we have chosen only a few today. But there are hundreds more in New York, very gifted children who are writing music, and writing their own kind of music, not influenced by grown-ups, but their kind of music, the way they want it to sound. And I'm sure that all over the United States, the whole country, out in the West and down South and way up in the North, there must be, and in the middle part, in Kansas and Nebraska, there must be thousands of wonderfully talented children who would like to write their music or are writing it because all they need to do when they think of some little tune or sing it themselves, if they can then play it on the piano just with one finger, then if they can find someone who would show them how to write it down, which is not difficult, the moment they can write it down, then they need no further help. From that time on, they their own composition, their own way. That's all it is, is to think of a dance or a song, play it a little on the piano with one finger, and then write it down simply, and you can easily learn to write it down. That's not difficult. So I'm hoping there will be more concerts and more children's music will be played so that you can hear what they're doing. And perhaps some of you here will write some music for us next time. Or all of you who are on the air that we are playing to and talking to. Perhaps you will write some all over the United States and send it to NBC. Now, the next one is by a seven-year-old boy. No, we did that one already. The next one is by a a girl aged 13, and it's called Happy Thoughts. Next one is by a boy 11 years old it's called The Dance of the Cinders What are cinders Cinders are little ashes that have all up yet They're That's it little ashes not been all burned up yet That's right who else said about cinders little girl Yes what's Yes come on What she said Burnt coal, that's right. It's burnt <laughs> Burnt coal, that's right. Now we're going to play the dance of the cinders. See that gentleman over there? Well, he's going to tell us that we can't play any longer on the air. But I'm very sorry we cannot play longer, but we're going to play longer for you after he's made
0: his announcement. And so comes to an end the Children's Thanksgiving Musical Party given today in Radio City by Leopold Stokowski and the National Broadcasting Company. The music was played by the NBC Symphony Orchestra, with Mr. Stokowski conducting, and the party was attended here in the studio by about 1,400 New York City schoolchildren. Through the many affiliated stations comprising this NBC Blue Network, this party has been brought to the young people all over the country, and we hope you have all had a good time and enjoyed the music. This has been a Blue Network program of the National Broadcasting Company, RCA Building, Radio City, New York.
1: Welcome back! A tremendous program, and I'm certain the kids in attendance enjoyed the rest of the performance that Stakowski brought to them. I really appreciated his approach. He was a very serious man, but didn't take himself uh, so seriously that he couldn't speak to kids on their level and be engaging. Certainly... Uh, Stakowski would have been more prominent to a lot of kids in America as this was the year after Fantasia was released by Walt Disney. So he already had an in and I think he did a really good job just being engaging and walk that fine line of not talking down to the kids but also talking to them on their own level. I also enjoyed the children's songs and the way he encouraged kids to compose music. I think sometimes we can make things a bit too hard. And certainly there's more to writing great music than what he said. But he really recognized that it was important for kids to get involved in music and to try to find out if they had a real interest and capacity to pursue it. I think there's a way you can talk about things where you can really discourage others, particularly kids, from even trying. Obviously, anything from this era has added poignancy. This was recorded only a few weeks away from events that would change America forever with the bombing of Pearl Harbor. And this was a concert It was performed while there was so much suffering and turmoil in the world. And there can be a temptation to think that if things are so bad in the world, that humor and music and joy and even something festive like Thanksgiving are inappropriate. But perhaps it's at those times that these things are needed the most. Well, that will do it for today, and I hope all of you who are celebrating Thanksgiving have a wonderful Thanksgiving Day. We will be back Tuesday, December the 19th, with the first of our Christmas programs. I hope you'll be with us then. In the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net,